I don't think that I'll be able to stop myself from making Goodfellas jokes and yeah. uh, talking about the hollow flick uh, Good Failings. <laughs> because it makes sense. They're gangsters, right? Yeah. It had to happen. Oh. And I don't want to make that joke. Good Failings. Good Failings. <laughs> Directed by Martin Scorfailing. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Plausible Deniability, a Star Wars actual play by Bad Form Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Frisch, and thank you for joining us. This is the last episode before the action really starts, and we really dive into our characters and the future of the story. One of our goals for this series was to use a short story arc to begin, while Colin and I really try and figure out our characters. No 10-page long backstories or random roles to decide our flaws, just pure roleplay. We enjoy this because we feel like uh, you, the audience, get to learn the characters as we do. Figuring out characters and character voices is a clunky process, but after knowing what happens in future episodes, it really feels worth it. We're going to touch on this more a little ways down the line. But for now, I just wanted to share this process with you and also kind of get your feelings on it. So let us know. But let's begin with a recap. We met Chan and Hadra, rebel spies whose mission was to infiltrate a modified prison star destroyer, the Zealous. They were to rendezvous with Imperial Admiral Jiren Mader and attempt to bring him into the rebellion. Jiren Mater has been using his position in the military to sell imperial goods to pirates and criminal syndicates, making him a good candidate for the rebellion. But our hero's plans changed when met by two ISB officers. Their mission was to investigate the Admiral and charge him for treason against the Empire. But as fate would have it, the ISB were alerted to the death of the Emperor at the second Death Star. This took focus away from Chan and Hadra to come up with a new escape route. Meanwhile, Admiral Mater has chosen not to see anyone, locking himself on the bridge, keeping the ISB out. But a young Imperial ensign has agreed to help our heroes obtain a meeting with Jiren Mater on Florum, where the Admiral's final auction will occur. Now, with a newly acquired Iden card, Chan plans to free an unbarred prisoner who claims she can help in their escape. So, Hadra and I are in the same cell and they just took our Belisar friend away and we are in lockdown. Yeah, the uh, the klaxons finally turn off. Um, everything seems to calm down a little bit outside. Did the lights come back on? Yeah, they switched back to that like dirty yellow sort of daylight almost color. And then uh, the next uh, loudspeaker announcement after the klaxons turn off just says, Four hours to Florum. Commence debarking protocol. Are we allowed to leave the cell now, or are we stuck in there till we get there? Uh, you actually see uh, stormtroopers are coming down off the catwalks above the prison, and they're starting to form up in like orderly lines. And for the first time since you've seen this complement of stormtroopers, they actually seem to be hustling a little bit and just being slightly more professional than they normally are. Mm-hmm. And they're starting to let out prisoners at the front end of the prison and having them like line up and go in towards the hangar bay. Cool. 
So eventually you will be let out and be brought down to what looks to be like work crews for moving gear from this ship down to the planet's surface. Looks like we're moving. How do we free our Umbaran friend? We can't see the Umbaran from where we're at, right? I I ran all the way across the hole. Could I throw you a destiny point to say we're closer to her than our original cell was? Um, yeah, yeah, that's okay. So, so I s- unless you guys want to prepare anything, um, basically we can just fast forward to when your cell gets unlocked. Yeah, let's do that. I don't think we have anything, so. No. I'll just make sure I have the knife in a easy to reach spot. I'll say that. You don't want to meditate and have all enemies respawn? <laughs> no. <laughs> the Abenito just like rises up from his cot. You killed me. You. <laughs> all right. So yeah, it, it takes a little while because you guys are pretty deep in the uh, prison areas, but eventually a stormtrooper comes by, unlocks your cell, opens it, and then he moves down the line to the next one. And there's just a series of rivers of people just like slowly walking forming into like one single line going into the hangar i look over to you we were supposed to be put on weapons detail yes but the ensign may still be indisposed i look around for a stormtrooper there's the one that's just a few doors down now from the guy who like opened your cell door uh excuse me soldier he just turns and like nods up at you what i i was told by the ensign that uh, the two of us would be put on weapons detail. Where do we go for that? Do you know this ensign's name? Didn't think to ask. I can't remember numbers well. He he laughs with you and just goes like, yeah, I don't bother with the new kids either. <laughs> Once you get into the hangar bay, you'll be organized and sent to your different work duties. And he just continues on his way, opening cell doors and pulling people out. Guess we just go with the flow then, huh? Should we attempt to peel off? First chance we get. Just uh, keep an eye out for the ensign. I assume they're not pulling the Umbaran off the wall. I, I think she's. I think she's too dangerous for them to use for just trusting her to carry boxes. Yeah. Can we just kind of pass by her and see that she's still there? Yeah, she's she's still there, still okay. attached to the wall, and still looks like she's, you know, manacled. Okay. So then we head to the hangar bay? Yeah, you guys are just in line, and as you're getting into the hangar bay, you see that there's doors leading off to different areas. Um, because of how this Star Destroyer was modified to have, like, this big hold in the middle, it sort of, like, puts all the other storage spaced out around the Star Destroyer. And... uh there's a stormtroopers who are at each of these doors ushering people in and at the front of the line where the prisoners all start to split off you do see the ensign with a sort of back to cast thing on his ankle and he's stuck in a chair and he's giving people work order directions I walk over to him thought you weren't going to make it with that leg injury oh well thanks to you my healing process was expedited uh, but now you are here we can move forward with our plan you're playing a dangerous game, but I mean, if the emperor's dead and he just looks around again, he's like, "No, not not here." Um, these two are on weapons. Uh, please uh, show them the way. And he uh, sort of like nods at both of you and says, "It's on the way." 
I wink at him and I follow the trooper. Yep, I I follow behind Hadra. Yeah, so you guys just go down a sort of corridor thing. There's only a few other prisoners ahead of you. Uh, it seems like most of them are being used for like bulk parts goods. You hear like a, a starfighter parts go to bay four, and then uh, food stuff bay seven. Whereas only a few people are trusted with actually carrying the crates of weapons. But as you're going down the corridor, you think like in your internal map of like your head sort of. Uh, you're passing right alongside the wall where the Umbaran is uh, chained to the bulkhead. On the other side of the wall? Yeah, so like you're on the other side of the wall and you remember seeing a few access doors spaced out, but none that were like right next to her. If one of us tried mm-hmm. to 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 split off, would we be noticed? Uh, not if you're stealthy. So... I'd say I just see a golden opportunity where the stormtrooper leading our group uh, stops a prisoner and starts asking him about cargo, something I don't care. And I turn to Hadra. Okay, looks like a good opportunity. I'm going to go get our friend. Okay, um, you will definitely get a boost for the ident card because now you can just open the access door immediately. Mm-hmm. Cool. And make it... a. Uh, Medium difficulty. Ooh. Three successes and two threats. Uh, yeah, no, so you definitely succeed. So you manage to swipe the card. The door whooshes open very quickly, and then you step through, and it whooshes back down. Um, and on the other side, you take a moment to look around and get your bearings, but over towards your left is where the Umbaran is chained up, but you see a stormtrooper standing above her, taunting her. Is he missing a calf piece? Yes, he has both... He's got all of his armor. Actually, he looks so clean that you think he might be one of the ISB troopers. So, I'm in basically what's now the empty prison area, right? Yeah, it's actually really weird how empty and echoey it is now, because, like, you're so used to just, like, there being this baseline hum of, like just sound Mm -hmm. but it seems like they're using every last prisoner to move equipment off the star destroyer so i'm gonna look around see that happening and i'm gonna slip my knife out and i'm just gonna try to jam it in the back of his neck between where his helmet and his back chest piece you know that little empty space there okay um do you want to make it a melee or like a stealth or oh it's gonna be a melee baby (laughs) all right let's do it take a blue for sneak attack (laughs) you ready oh that would be a triumph and an advantage (laughs) oh shit (laughs) all right what cool thing would you like to have happen um okay so is this going to kill the guy? Because if he's a stormtrooper, he's technically part of a minion group um, just on his own. And a triumph can kill one member of a mem- of a minion group. Yeah, because this isn't like a narr- like a big drawn out fight and it's just like a, you know, more of like a movie moment yeah. with that triumph and just the success in general. I'm happy having it kill the guy. Cool. So... I just want to sneak up behind the trooper and pull my knife out. 
I want all the Umbaran to hear is just a squish and then a thud as his body drops. And I lean down to the Umbaran and start taking her binders off. Yeah, when she hears the person like hit the ground, she's almost like throwing them off of her hands. She's like, is it you? Yeah, told you I'd come back. And she like just pulls her head down like to stretch the chain taut. She's like, we don't have much time. Come on. How can I get the helmet off effectively? Um, well, like the the chain attaching to the helmet is what is keeping it sealed. Okay. So you can try to use the vibra knife, but because of how thick it is, it might actually break it. Or you can try to use a blaster or... I'm going to look around real quick and grab the Stormtrooper's E11 and point it at the chain and just be like, hold still and take one shot and try to blow the chain off off the wall yeah no that works so you successfully knock it off the wall but it's still attached on the helmet Mm-hmm. oh shit is that your character <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh shit <laughs> um, she's like shaking her head and it's like probably really loud inside the helmet and she's just pulling at it just desperately trying to get it off I look <laughs> okay uh I just fired a shot on the Star Destroyer, though. Is that gonna? Mm. Is that gonna be bad? Honestly, like, there is no one around. Okay. Like, as long as you don't hang out for half an hour. <laughs> okay. Um. I wonder if stormtroopers have on their utility belt like a little um, vibro or a little plasma torch or something. Something similar. Or do you want her to have the helmet on her head? <laughs> I mean, I think that'd be kind of fun, but okay, yeah. I also know that would make it really hard for you guys. Okay, yeah. Okay. Can't get this thing off of you. What? What do you mean? I don't want to fire the blaster that close to your head. It's too risky. We'll find a plasma torch. You'll just have to deal with it a, a little bit longer. She punches the ground in anger. It just stands up. It's like, fine, but you have to lead me. I will. And I grab the chain and I start walking her. <laughs> <laughs> she pulls it. She tr- attempts to pull it out of your hands. <laughs> I go, what? what are you doing? I'm leading you. She just puts her hand on your back and just says, lead. Fine. Hold on to the chain, though. You're very loud. Yeah. <laughs> and I try to lead All her right. back. As you step back into the corridor uh, to meet back up with Hadra, you see the group has begun to move, and they're just a little way up the corridor. So quickly and quietly, uh, we fall back into formation with everyone else, and we push our way up to Hadra. And I and I see him. I got our friend. We need to keep uh, moving. With the, with the helmet on and everything. It's not coming off. Um, whoever's a prisoner in front of us, I'll just kind of take their uh, take the largest piece of clothing off of them and shove them, and just <laughs> try to keep moving. <laughs> you want to give me a coercion to bully them for it? Um, I'll give you an intimidate, which yeah, I think too. is just on coercion, right? Mm-hmm. Intimidating. 
Oh, there we go. May suffer a number of strain to downgrade difficulty of coercion checks or upgrade difficulty when targeted by coercion checks. I have one in it right now. So what is the difficulty of coercing this person with Well, to John? take the shirt literally off their back, um, I let's call it a, say that this prisoner is a Klaatuinian and make it hard difficulty. So bump it down to medium if you want to take the strain. And I they, like to think it's like a cloak, just like a... Like an overcoat kind of yeah. thing. And they're they're also looking at me with Chan and the Umbaran. Yeah, the famous the <laughs> dangerous prisoner. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I'm going to roll it. It could have been. Could have been bad. One advantage, one success. Looking at you, Hadra, he snarls a little bit. Then he turns his gaze over to Chan and then gets a little bit worried and then looks over at Lash and then just immediately starts pulling off the. <laughs> Not before the getting coat. hit in the eye with some spit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you spit in his eye. I hope you're happy. <laughs> so Sadist. I take the. Um, I take the cloak from you and wrap it over her head and just. Make it, make it look like she's wearing the jacket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. With with that disguise, I think it's okay for you guys, as long as you all stay close together, to continue down the hallway into this large uh, uh, storage room. Where once you enter in, uh, looking around you, you can see that there's many different levels going up of just racks and racks of like ten blaster rifles apiece. And it's sort of like the Rogue One system, where there's like a claw that goes up, takes out one of these racks of ten, brings it down, where stormtroopers are putting them into crates. Okay, it can probably fit like three or four per crate, so it's like a decent-sized crate. And then they close it, and then they lock it, and then they have prisoners walk it back down the hallway that you guys just came from. And are the prisoners being escorted by a guard, or are they just expected no, to be on there? Yeah, they're Best not, um, like, there's, like, a big red light that turns on when they lock the crate, so they're not worried about someone taking guns. Okay. Okay. So I assume we just line up and uh, get our guns and move? Yeah. Try to do it as quickly as possible. Um, I think I'm going to lean down to the Umbaran and just say, uh, stay behind me. Don't draw any attention to yourself. And try to make it to where she doesn't have to get a crate. Okay, yeah. I mean, as long as you're using your body to sort of shield her. And I'll even say... All right, still light side. Um, you don't get the Stormtrooper with missing the calf piece, but you do get the the heftier one that you remember. Like, you recognize him from when you were brought on board the ship a couple days ago. Okay. So he was already kind of intimidated by Chon, right? Yeah, and he looks at you guys and goes, Oh, it's you two. Hey. Hey. <laughs> oh, how have you been? Then I start like getting ready to push the cart. He's fine, fine, fine. The, uh, the three of us will be taking this one. And I start pushing it away. 
he looks at Chan again and then looks away quickly and just starts motioning for the next prisoner to come down as he's loading up the next crate. I pat the trooper's shoulder and say, uh, good call. And I give him a little wink. Yes, yes. Hey, you push it, though. And <laughs> I stop <laughs> pushing it. Yeah, and you guys continue back down to the hangar. And the whole sure time, I'm just kind of to... nervously looking around to make sure that nobody notices our new friend we have. And I am very clearly not helping with the cart. I'm walking three or four paces behind Sean and uh, the Umbaran as they push it, hands behind my back, chin up, proud, like I'm coordinating their actions. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worksite foreman. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we just kind of follow wherever the line is going. Where do we end up? Uh, back out into the hangar bay where now there is a Lambda shuttle. Uh, you see a couple of them already leaving towards the planet, uh, but this one is receiving these weapons to take down to Florum for the auction. What what kind of security are we looking at outside uh, of the shuttle? Right, there's the regular stormtroopers, uh, just like two on either side of the way up into the shuttle. Okay. Uh, but I will give you guys a destiny point and say that across the hangar bay, you see the male officer, the male ISB officer with three of his shiny good stormtroopers. And he's just like rubbernecking around, just like looking all over for something. I, I'll stop being over the top and <laughs> be like, wait, we need to move. And I want to quickly push the cart up into the Lambda shuttle. Try and get there before he notices. And if he does, I want to go ahead and just use his ident card to close the shuttle door and make it good for takeoff. Yeah. Yep. All right. Give me a group stealth check. And I'm also looking for <laughs> for a stormtrooper missing a calf base. Yeah. Just keeping an eye out. Group stealth? I'll give you that one for free. You don't see him. Okay, cool. <laughs> God damn it. So group would be a boost for the Umbaran and Colin? I or... mean, if anything, add a, add a setback for her because she can't really see where she's going. Yep. She just has her hand on the crate and is trusting you to push it the right way. And yep. she doesn't have any skills in stealth. Yeah, there's no way she does. She got caught. So how many <laughs> difficulty? Uh, let's make it hard. Let's make it fun. Fun for who? <laughs> well, Tim, you're looking at one success, one threat. All right. That was a high five with dice in the hand. That's why it didn't really. <laughs> that's why it sounded almost as weak as Tim's claps. Leave my clap out of this. <laughs> Don't call it your car. All right, so you managed to board the the Lambda easily. And as you get on board, hmm, it's only one threat, though. Hmm. The, the, the threat is that the I, male ISB officer sees the ensign in his like little uh, hover wheelchair and just points at him. And the stormtroopers next to him start walking faster, and he's making a beeline for the ensign. And I see that and kind of breathe a sigh of relief. And then 
realize <laughs> what's going to happen to the ensign. And I just use the ident card to just close the lambda. And then we get a close shot of your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just slowly zooming in as the back lift is closing. And all you can see is my face and my eyes kind of staring out. <laughs> well, no. We also get a shot of the ensign hearing the shuttle closing early. And he turns and looks at you and just locks eyes for a second. <laughs> Sound of silence. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So is that a use of rebel suppression? I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> Give me one more in rebel suppression, baby. What am I at? I've oh, had no. three happen. Three at six. It goes up by twos, so you're at six now. So you have crossed the level one threshold at five. <laughs> We're writing this down. Well, give give me a number too. I'm at. Am I at two? Yeah, you're at two. You're only at two. Yeah. Because you're too ignorant to see what. <laughs> <laughs> so the land is ready so to for, go. Well, that's the thing, though, is that like the the ramp closes early, and the pilot comes onto the intercom and says, "Everything okay back there? Did we load early?" Yes, sir. I'm gonna need a stormtrooper charm voice. or a deception. That's, or... That's a charm, pretty please. Unless there's gonna be dis, uh, setbacks, then I want it to be deception. No, yeah, it'll it'll be a charm, and I'll just say yes, sir, and I'll kind of tap on the the wall of the lambda like we are loading it up, and we're good buds, and we know what's going on. All right, make a medium difficulty. Oh, sh- Forgot presence is a charm. Uh, How hard? Then it's okay. Medium difficulty. All right. Do you need to upgrade it? Well, no, because the thing is, he's already a little worried about the ISB Mm -hmm. officer because he's kind of scared. So when he sees that it was him that scanned it, he's not going to think twice about it. So I'll take a boost die. I'll allow it. Yes. <laughs> You're weak, Tim. I was hoping you would I was hoping you would bring that up. Okay. I'm gonna roll. By the way, I have a one in presence, and I keep forgetting that. Oh so buddy. I'm going for it. Oh, and that's a failure. <laughs> Coming back across the intercom he's here. I'm sorry, sir, but I was expecting at least another five minutes before we had a full load. I, I'm going to use the, um, the same ident card, slide that door open to walk into the cockpit and put the knife at the pilot's neck and say, no, I think we're going now. <laughs> I'm just imagining you just like stomp yeah. fast walking towards the door and like the pilot turning around, just being like, what the, what yeah. is that? I'll just- <laughs> And then so as he's looking at Chan and being threatened, I'm going to lead my head past Chan also into his view and go, and do you have a plasma torch? <laughs> he just stops, looks at Chan, looks at Hadra, looks at the knife, and then you hear him on his helmet saying, uh, Zealous, this is Lambda L45, uh, requesting permission to take off. <laughs> <laughs> And getting clearance, and he's pointing at a toolkit that's, like, up against the wall by the door. 
Thank you very much, my friend. <laughs> and I'll grab it and go back and start cutting on her helmet. Do you take the co-pilot seat? Yep. I'm just going to sit down next to him and make sure uh, he doesn't contact anybody weird. <laughs> just for uh, no reason. On the bright side, he's really just looking out for himself. So yeah, he yeah. calls in the correct clearance codes and the shuttle starts to lift up off the hangar floor and then out towards the floor is green, right? Like greenish yellow. I think it's, it's deserty. It's right? kind of. I think it's more earthy more than anything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Just because that's where where um, Hondo yeah was yeah yeah. Okay, yeah, it's it's tan ish. Yeah, yeah. So you just see the orb of Florum, just this large tan ball, start to fill the view screen. Um, as Colin, I'm assuming you're attempting to remove the helmet. Yes. Give me a mechanics check. Okay, it's on intellect. How hard? Uh, make it medium difficulty, but take a setback die because it's attached to her head. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> so that's two successes and four threats. Oh my god. <laughs> so Tim. Four? Yes. What's going to happen to this poor girl? Well, <laughs> uh, first off, I'm assuming you're talking her through it, or at least you're saying, like, hey, I'm about to start cutting. Yeah, yeah. No, I walk up and go, all right, don't hit me. <laughs> I've got a cutter. I'm going to try to take this thing off. Just get it off fast. Uh, like, she's well, really okay. tensing up and, like, gripping the seat. <sighs> I'm a little scared of her, and I, I will just try to do it very swiftly. Yeah, bright side, you managed to cut the section where the chain meets the helmet right off. Uh, downside is you accidentally cut and like singe from like the back of her head down to like where her shoulder blades meet. I um, as if she were a three-year-old that just like stubbed her toe, I'm just going to back up and wait for her to react and not like immediately start apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> You hear, like, ringing from inside the helmet. You just hear her just yell out very loudly, and she jumps up and grabs the helmet and just throws it off against the side of the wall. What's going on back there? I I put my hands up and drop the plasma cutter. <laughs> uh, she turns to you, and with almost glowing violet eyes and slightly singed long white hair now, she just is breathing heavily and looking at you, Hadra, and just manages to say, thank you. Where's the med kit? <laughs> I uh, I relax my posture and go, oh, you're, you're welcome. Um, I imagine it's up here. And I'll go back into the cockpit, look around where the toolkit was. What are you looking for? Med kit. I point the knife at the pilot. You got a med kit on this thing? He just uh, points to where the toolkit was and right next to it is a med kit. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I grab it and take it back and start patching her up. Um, also, since this was already being loaded, I want to mention that there's probably like four other prisoners on board. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Who just watched this happen. I've been picturing it with nobody else. Me too. That's fine. Oh, shit. Do you, do you want it to be empty? No, I can make it no. empty. Either way. We can deal with this. Um, so I guess once I'm done patching her up, I'll address them. Yeah, you look up and you notice that there's... A human male, a human female, 
and uh, two Duro males just all staring at you with their mouths open. I I, uh, I, <clears throat> I clear my throat and stand up and uh, go, congratulations, the ship is ours. <laughs> and look for reactions. <laughs> I don't want this to become a thing, but I think <laughs> the Duros just start applauding. <laughs> <laughs> I go to... Uh, uncuff them and say uh, John we've got some uh, friends back here I like kind of peek my head around the corner you know, when they get here <laughs> I uh, the, the human female just goes we've been here the whole time you charged right past us yeah well you'll keep your mouth shut hey though they're friends and I, I put my hand on John's and lower it and go these are uh, well they may not be rebels yet but uh, they're working on it, right? <laughs> they all just start nodding vigorously. <laughs> the rebellion will treat you well. And then I'll go back to <laughs> holding the <laughs> knife on the pilot. <laughs> because it's like a small folding knife, I like to think that you're like sitting sideways in the co-pilot seat, just like pointing it. But yeah, so uh, help me here, Ben. What What lie mission do i tell them we're on for the rebels that would inspire them to join us since he can't charm them and he can't leadership them yet (laughs) yeah exactly that's a good question i think the reason i have skill in leadership without having ability in it is because of me being the senator's aide like i watched it happen a lot i've just never never led i've never (laughs) led a single i've led one person kind of and you lead me more than I lead you, I think. <laughs> Just because I got experience, you know? Wisdom versus knowledge. You could be the first to tell these people that the Emperor is dead. I think that's... But that then again, it might be in my best interest to say this is a mission about the Emperor. He's the worst, right? He's the worst any of them now. And You're on a mission to assassinate the Emperor? Exactly. <laughs> That's heavy. That's heavy, but they're not that smart, and I'm a good liar. Imagine someone <laughs> just being like, I'm going to assassinate the president. We took the shuttle pretty handily. That's true. That's got to have helped. They do. Uh, would I think that they know who the Sambaran is just being around the prison for a while? They know she's, she's top They know that prison. she's dangerous, yeah. Yeah. You could literally just say, like, we're the Rebellion. You stay hidden while we uh, do some top secret shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I don't even have to. I, they're, I'm uncuffing them and stuff. If we don't want to use them, I can just say when we hit planet side, you're on your own. Find your freedom. Yeah. I'll let them decide. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do the, the whole, I'm going to use leadership. Even though it's low, um, just see how it plays out. Yep. So I was just lowering Ben's hand. Ben went back up to the cockpit, right? Oh, Tron. yeah. Sorry. Yep. I'm still in the cockpit. Yeah. Um, so as I go to uncuff the Duro first, um, I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to kind of jokingly, laughingly say, today's your lucky day, huh? uncuff the first one I mean yeah hopefully but 
this is kind of new for me. Not being imprisoned by the Empire, I think it will be new for all of us. You've heard, haven't you? And I go to start uncuffing the second Duro. Heard what? The Empire is dying. The battle over Indor was a success. And I finish uncuffing the second one, move on to the uh, human female. What was happening at Endor? It's the biggest battle the rebellion's ever known. And they won? Yes. And what this means for you, and I'll finish uncuffing her and move on to the last one, is uh, it's a good time to be in the rebellion. <laughs> but, of and course, I'm not going to imprison you. We'll hit Florum soon, and you're free to scatter as as you see fit but we could use the help I'll uncuff the last one like yeah, finish. the human male says did they get Vader yes they did I don't know that obviously <laughs> <laughs> is that your your shoehorn into deception or do you still want it to be leadership I'm still gonna go leadership I don't want right, to break boy. it too early <laughs> but I very confidently say yes they did just to make them feel better. So uh how how difficult? Um we'll we'll call it easy cuz I mean honestly this is stuff they probably would want to do anyways. Mhm. All right, so one one yellow and one purple. Here Correct. I go. <laughs> so I've got a failure and a threat and a triumph. They're not sure they believe him, but they're in a good spot <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, that bit about Vader seems kind of wrong. <laughs> yeah, I say they're just like, you know, uh, uh, we don't know if you're lying, but we if you're freeing us now, we can at least work with that. Yeah, they're, they, the general consensus that you can read from their faces is, well, that's great for you and the Rebellion. Yeah. Once yeah. we land, we're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Works for me. And they all sort of like, once they're uncuffed, they sort of like shuffle down a couple seats away from you and Lash in the cockpit towards the rear. Everything all right back there? Yes, yes. I'm uh, I'm just making friends. Then I wink at him and I sit down next to Lash. Right as you say, just making friends, Lash punches you full in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, she decks me. Like, I'm, I'm down for sure. <laughs> I look back in just I need to teach him how to take a hit <laughs> <laughs> the pilot's like yeah it's probably not a bad idea you stay quiet <laughs> nope nope then I'll start looking him over a little bit and uh you have a gun on you <laughs> no we have a lot back here and I'll spit and help myself up on one of the crates of weapons <laughs> I'm should I deserve that? Yeah. Uh, I hold my hand out for the ident card from you to try to open these boxes. I throw you the ident card. I swipe it. The case does not open. Damn it. Um, any of you slicers? I point over at the <laughs> the prisoners. I'm gonna give prisoners. you a destiny point. One of those duros is a slicer. <laughs> All right, yeah. No, one of the Duros raises their hand and says, I, I've done 
quite a bit. That's why I'm in here, actually. Can you, uh, you pop all of these for me? He walks, scuttles over, because he's still scared of you all, and just starts going to work on them. Um, with the one that you brought in, there's about four crates. <laughs> Good. Oh, no, wait. Four. Five. There'd be five crates. Okay. Um, as he's working on it, I look over at Lash and go, was that, uh, for the burn? What do you think? Yeah. And you can just smell some burnt hair, and she's got, like, this weird middle part at, like, the bottom of her hair. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Hell of a right cross you've got, though. <laughs> I'm just trying to get through. I'm just trying to <laughs> start a conversation with her. <laughs> she just says, thanks. And she just folds her arms and turns her body away from you. He's sticking with us? At least until we get out of the system, I have need to get back to Umbara. Okay, okay. Well, uh, we'll help you look for a ship. If you help us find the Admiral. Least you could do for everything, you know. Alright. You want him taken care of? I'll, no, uh... no, no, no. We're we're not killing killing him. <laughs> Why well, not? We're not trying to kill him. Rebel Command wants him back. Yes, he should stand trial. What the Empire wouldn't give us, we'll give him. She stands up in a huff and walks across the aisle to sit opposite of you, Hadra, and just says, this is why I don't work with the Rebellion. Well, you're not the first person I've met like that. Um, And does he have the box open? Yeah, the first one's open and he's working on the second one. I'll, uh, I'll start tossing rifles to the the other newly freed prisoners and uh turn to her and like gesture like do you want one she nods i toss it to her and i bring one up to chan and i take an e11 from you and i'll light a stem stick and look over to the pilot you look like you need a break how about you slide those controls over to me and rest a while I slap his shoulder and say, hey, and while he's doing that, you can play some tunes. <laughs> and I return to the back. <laughs> Does he switch them over to me? Uh, he looks at, are you holding now a gun and a knife at his head? <laughs> just a gun. <laughs> he just like sort of nods and sends the controls to you and takes off his helmet. And as soon as Hadra turns away, like there's just a shot of Hadra in the door walking back to the back and just a red flash behind him as I just shoot him and I take over (laughs) the Lambda. (laughs) All the people in the back, the four prisoners who had, were finally holding their guns, drop them all and put their hands over their heads and start to freak out. But, uh, Lash leans into the cockpit and just looks at you and nods. I'm staring straight forward flying to uh, wherever we're supposed to go. Yeah. You can see that there's a nav coordinate already for a large sort of auction bazaar area, and there's a whole field outside of it where there's already some Lambda shuttles are there, and there's even a couple of ATSTs that have been dropped off already. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Camera pulls back from the back of the Lambda as it goes in towards the planet to land for probably the next session, I'm guessing. Yeah, if you want. And I, I yep, would like I to so. make it clear really quick. I don't think Hadra was 
surprised when that happened, right? Yeah. I think it was inevitable, <laughs> but but we were just, you know, biding our time. I wanted to do it before we landed and anybody could yeah, yeah. hear. Um, I, I, I think, yeah, that's it. I'll, I'll start handing the guns back to the, the prisoners that dropped them and go, no, it's dirty work, freedom. And then just go back up to you. And it just cuts to me just staring forward silent, which is a blank expression on my face. <laughs> do you leave the co-pilot in there or do you let like Lash pull him out? No, because then we're putting him back with the prisoners yeah, and they're already yeah, shaken. Yeah, yeah. He's he's there. He's strapped in. <laughs> a peaceful look on his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got comms now. Yeah, full control of the Lambdas now with you, Sean. Thanks again for joining us. If you like what you heard, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to stay updated on Plausible Deniability, Highly Suspect, and Bad Form. Our theme song is Spliff and Wesson by Airglow. Other music was created by Alex Kahneman of TV Magic. The Star Wars role-playing game is owned by Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. Until next time, may the Force be with you.